0: Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for his word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book.
1: As we finished up the last episode, Adam just had a wonderful surgery. Now, when we think of surgery, we think of pain and heal time and being down. This was not the case for Adam. God formed miraculous surgery. There is no sin, so there's no pain. Adam didn't need heal time. He felt nothing. He was in a deep sleep, and when he awakes, ah, here's what he's been looking for. She is perfect. Adam has been talking for, I would assume, hours and hours. He's been naming all the animals. God puts him to sleep, and when He sees Eve, he says, and we will read exactly what He says in Genesis 2:23. Adam says, "This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh; She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. This is very different than what he's been saying all day long he didn't say anything like this about any of the animals that he named I can imagine standing there cat dog cow elephant snake on and on he didn't look at any of them go wow that's neat that's just what I need oh I'm sure he was impressed beyond impressed But it wasn't any bit of a feeling of satisfaction in what he saw. This was different. When he saw Eve, which we find out later was her name, it's totally different. This is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman. Now, that word woman... Some people say isha, or in Hebrew, manness. It's like the female form for man because we're the same. She's a she. It's interesting that this name shows that the only difference is in sex. Like, that's what's different. But not in nature. She was made of man and joined to man. Now, we know, in personality, very different. Uh, Women have different uh, character traits, and we're going to see that with Eve. But as far as uh, the physical body is concerned, the only difference was in the sexual organs that made her different. It wasn't like she's some different creature. Sometimes when I wake up in the morning, I feel like a different creature, but (laughs) that's just... Being silly. I'm not a different creature. Just a little bit needing to be fixed up for the day. Anyway, back to Adam. Some say Adam must have been primeval at this time and he just is shocked with seeing Eve and this is all he says. I totally disagree with this type of thinking. Now, if they're talking about primeval as in ancient, That's part of the definition of primeval. I'm fine with that. But most people think of primeval as primitive. Adam was nothing close to primitive. No way. He was so smart. He was brilliant. He carefully named all the animals. Some are influenced by evolution too much. They picture a caveman. They picture Adam looking at Eve like this long-haired caveman. No, 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 no. Adam was not what you think of when you think of a caveman. The only cavemen that we study in history are cavemen because they wanted to live in caves. Do you know that there are tribes today that like to live in caves and live just like cavemen? It's not that Adam was this primitive, human, and, and then over time we developed. No, no, no. Adam was brilliant. Today, we have people who want to live in caves just like there was people in the past who wanted to live in caves. And mistakenly, some historians look and they see evidence that people lived in caves. And they say, oh, this must have been before men were that smart. Oh, No. They are mistaken. Adam was brilliant. Adam knew this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. The idea here is that she was made from him and part of him. And God could have told him that, but we know Adam was brilliant because he just named all the animals. He did that. God did not name the animals, Adam did. And so. I believe that Adam was brilliant and knew just what had happened. Then we see the next verse here. Actually, it's, yes, verse 24. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be called one flesh, and shall be one flesh, I should say. So some people believe that this was Adam speaking. So you see in verse 23, it says, and Adam said, this is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. Then it says, therefore shall man leave his father and mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. If you were looking at that, you would think, okay, this is the next sentence that Adam said. However, we Know differently. Now, you know, there's a lot of commentaries, you know, people that are very much smarter than me. But from what I see, I think that God said this. And I will explain why. If we look in Matthew 19, 4 and 5, Matthew 19, 4 and 5, it says, And he answered. Let me give a little explanation there. This is Jesus talking and the Pharisees came tempting him and they wanted to know if it was okay for a man to divorce his wife for every cause. When we get into this section, you are going to be so shocked to know what the Jewish men allowed for divorce, but that's for a later time. But Jesus answered and he answered and said unto them, have ye not read that he which made them at the beginning made them male and female and said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. So who does Jesus say said that? Because he says, Have you not read that he which made them at the beginning? So who made them? God. God made both male and female and then it says, and said, for this cause shall a man leave father and mother. Well, we go back to Genesis, and it says, therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife. So I think I'm right and everybody else is wrong if they think this wasn't God. Now, of course, like I said, I'm no scholar, but I look at it as if Jesus said it. Well, then we know exactly who this so God commands a the first well I shouldn't say commandment like the tree of the knowledge of good and evil but he gives an explanation right away to Adam about the marriage therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother So when we see this we see it breaks down into three, sections and we'll break it all up We'll we'll go through each section the first is leaving we see that in the first phrase the next is cleaving that's the next phrase and then i say uniting and they shall be one flesh so first the leaving part and i don't think we'll get through all of these three points before we need to finish but let's just first look at the leaving so this idea of leaving is not the idea of forsaking. As we'll look in following passages that we'll be looking at, the marriage uh, celebration, the marriage institution, every, everything about this event is very family-oriented. But the leaving is creating a new family. So the whole affair is one family having somebody leave to create another family it's not in the way of i'm leaving home and i'm not coming back i'm not getting my parents blessing on this at all we're going to see later times no this is not the case this is not what god is saying there now there are times that this gets to be that case where you end up having to leave and it doesn't Go as well, maybe if you have unsaved parents or something like that. But we'll get into that later. But the whole point is leaving is that we have to leave but not forsaking. Because we have a command to honor our father and our mother, and that is a lifetime commandment. So it's not this leaving is not a form of rebellion that we just go and do our own things. Thing No. The father and mother are extensively involved in the marriage prop- process. But leaving is very important. I can't stress this enough. You will not have a successful marriage if the couple doesn't leave the the home. And now, sometimes people have had to live in a, an apartment in, in the home or something like that. That's not an issue. But they shouldn't be living inside the home and still for example if if it's the wife and it's her parents and the dad there is the authority in the home what happens with the husband how is he how does he lead his wife and then if it's the opposite we if you have a young man and he gets married and he just brings his new wife into the home well who, who is the one that's the keeper of the home? Who's the one that organizes things and manages the home? We already have somebody like that in there. So the leaving is important. I know of times where the parents get older and, and they need to be taken back in and taken care of and, and have to live in a special room. That is not what I'm referring to. What I'm referring to is at the marriage Celebration, that is the time to leave. That is why when the dad walks the, his daughter down the aisle, he's asked, who gives this bride away? Because the bride is given being given away. She is no longer in that family, and the groom is no longer in his family. Leaving is very important. It's important just for even having that pioneer spirit as a new couple. If there's never that time where you don't have a pioneering idea, where you go away from home, you're, you're not going to have the cleaving. The, the, leave, the cleaving doesn't happen until there's leaving. And I'm not trying to be a, a rhymer or trying to you know come up with a rhyme. I, I'm serious. The cleaving can't happen until there's a leaving process. So then we see the next point, and shall cleave unto his wife. I don't think we'll get very far into this. There's so many important principles, both for the husband and the wife, on cleaving. I would encourage you to look up the definition and see if you get the same one as I do as we come back tomorrow.
0: Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord With Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through Come Magnify the Lord with Me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may he greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following his word.